The Astros look to continue baseball in Kansas City and give the Royals a royal welcome out of the season to gain more ground on the AL West. So let's talk about this and how they're going to separate themselves from the competition this weekend on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talks Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HM Wellhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first first listen whether it's on youtube we have already surpassed nine thousand subscribers we're now reaching for ten thousand subscribers so if you haven't joined the club go ahead and join the locked on astros nation club and go ahead and subscribe to us on youtube and be, make it become an everydayer somebody that listens to our podcast every day on apple odyssey spotify wherever you listen to your podcast go and check out the locked on astros podcast and today's episode is brought to you by jace medical Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supplies of five antibiotics that treat up to 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And Brett, we have 15 games left. There's the Astros are depending on what happens in this uh, Rangers game. At last I saw the Rangers were leading tonight, but the, this is a tough and tight AL West. You got the Rangers coming after us. Uh, luckily, we have a winning record against them this year. The Mariners are still trying to reach us, but uh, they have the the tiebreaker against us. But 15 games left. We'll talk about how many games left we have at home, how many games we have on the road left. And uh, I know, I'm sure you talked about it, but uh, Kyle Tucker joined a special home run club in Houston he Astros. Did. And Hunter Brown, he, I, you talked about it yesterday, but I wanted to talk about what this means, not just for that one game, uh, not just about what Dusty Baker said after the game about pulling him, why he pulled right. him as early as he did, but uh, what this means for the postseason. And uh, there's some questions the Astros have for the first time in a while about hmm. October. And Hunter Brown might have answered one of those questions. And then we're going to look, of course, to uh, the Astros versus Royals, where my friend Scott, if you're watching right now, Scott, I'm sure you're going to one of those games in Kansas City. But, yeah, I'm. let's get her done. 15 days, 15 games, I mean, and you're up one game to the Rangers as of right now. So let's get this show started. Yeah, definitely. And it is important because especially if the Rangers do a four-game sweep of the Blue Jays, man, aren't they a deck of cards? They fold every single year at the end of the season. I don't Watch know. Seats, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I really think that um I, I'm just I'm just surprised. I'm surprised that after as bad as the Rangers looked against us and then losing 
Max Scherzer, they're just continuing to charge, which just proves to you these are all major league players. They're all competitive. You know the Rangers have taken it personally because they've said it's our division to lose and they've lost the grips of the division. And so they're going to do everything they can to to do to win it. I I wouldn't expect anything less. But with these 15 games, we've got some favorable matchups if the Astros can execute. And we've got some tougher matchups in a possible ALCS um, matchup if it goes down this way. Kansas City for three games. Baltimore at home for three games. Then Kansas City comes to Houston. Maybe if they like what the Astros do to them in Kansas City, they want to come to Houston for some more. And then Seattle. Seattle in the AL West. And look, they will be charging. And Seattle has an interesting conundrum because they have us, plus they have the Rays, and they have the Rangers all in their last several games. And then we wind up the season with Arizona. Arizona's got one or two Cy Young caliber pitchers, so you don't know who you're going to run into in that last series. So, yeah, Eric, our our work is cut out for us. Um, It is definitely one of those things where you start wondering with our, what, 38 and 37 home record and what is it, 43, 42 and 27, I believe, at home. Um, I may be one or two off on the home or away, but we wonder what what it's going to take to get this team over the top, especially if we have a home field advantage, if we do win the AL West, and what are our splits between home and road, and we'll get to that here in a second. But, Eric, I think Kansas City, this is an important series. It may be the Royals. It may be a 1-15 Grinky. It may be a down-and-out club, but they're going to be – they want to be spoilers. Grinky's going to want to pitch well against his old club, and we have to make sure – that we don't allow a sweep from the Yankees and two losses to the A's hurt us in the end. So the Astros really are behind the eight ball here. Right. The Astros are uh, 45 and 27 on at, uh, away, if that's what you said. So yeah. uh, they have scored 758 runs um, and they've allowed 637. So that's a plus 124 one run differential the rangers have a plus 161 run differential and the, the mariners have a plus 104 run differential and if you look at the playoff odds according to espn the astros have a 97 percent chance the rangers have a 79 percent chance and the mariners have a 77.3 percent chance the royals uh they have a e next to them but so did the ace the A's had an E next to their name. And so what you got to understand is that these teams, uh, they have some pride. They know that the the A's have now lost 100 games. The Royals have already lost 101 games. So they have some pride. And you know what the best way to get over a 100-loss season? To go ahead and disrupt the Houston Astros oh, yeah. path to the World Series. And that, so this is their World Series. This is this is their w- way to shine and uh, bring out all the kids and just um, let's see what we can do against the Astros because there's a lot of history between these two teams, between the uh, 2000, um, was it 14 or 15, uh, the ALDS? Where ALDS they, versus the Royals, yes. yes when I, I was, still remember um, game in- four. With all those yeah, hits, do. singles left and right, and everything like that. But yeah, I, the, the Royals, Brett, are a team that could be a little scary. They do have a lot of young hitters, not quite as good as that young uh, talent pool they had going there for a f- few years. But that Reagan's kid, we'll talk about him a little bit, Cole Reagan's, the guy that the uh, Rangers traded 
away for interesting huh? Roldis Chapman is has since he's gone over there, he's become basically Sion. And he's probably going to be leading that staff for many years. And this yeah, is definitely. probably going to go down as one of the worst trades in Rangers history. Yeah. Wow, man. Eric, Eric called it. Eric bookmarked that on 914, 840 p.m. The worst trade in Rangers. Basically, he's calling this the Larry Anderson to the Royals. Jeff Bagwell is what he's saying. Um, thank yep. you, Boston Red Sox forever. And thank you for... The, to the Dodgers for Josh Fields, taking him off our hands and giving us Jordan Alvarez. That's a gift that keeps on giving. Jordan hit an absolute laser the other day. I mean, you got to talk about that that home run, dude. 117.7 miles an hour off the bat, Eric. The hardest hit ball in the Astros um, history in the StatCast era, which I was like shocked that that was the hard. I thought maybe we had 119, 120. Yeah, 117.7 miles per hour, almost 118 miles per hour off the bat. And when he hit it, it was just like, and he kind of leaned. There's there's a there's a picture of him leaning because it literally careened and went it curved it boomeranged around the foul pole. And I think it went, you know, you know how there's that place you can stand behind the foul pole in between the bullpen boxes and the field box seats, and they had that little food stand right there. I think the ball went into the concourse over there. Okay. Like, Did they oh check on gosh. everybody? Did anybody get hurt? Did anybody get a concussion? I don't know. I, I mean <laughs> I don't think anybody got, but can you imagine you like walking with like a funnel cake or something? Bam, you get knocked in the head with a Jordan ball. One of oh those margaritas. Right. Or, or worse, you the ball like, hits the margarita, knocks it down with those expensive margaritas. The guy, the guy walks into like, walks into work the next day. He's like, man, those El Tiempo margaritas hit different. <laughs> hey, real quick. Um, I will answer this question real quick, and then um, we can talk about home and road splits after we talk about one of our sponsors. But Stanek, look, he, he's he been in the dugout. He has been throwing um, on the field, and he was doing workouts. So it looks like he's probably going to be back sooner rather than later. It seems like he is actually moving around pretty well. He hasn't lit, He isn't limping at all. But let me tell you about our sponsor, Jace Medical, because modern medical care um, and treatment are important, but our global supply chain, it's fragile. And in Southeast Texas or along the coast, we've all felt the pain of being cut off from treatment that we need in times of, in times of need, in times of peril. And there's no need to worry anymore. Why? Because Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out the online form and one of their board certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate for you. They're not just going to send you medications willy-nilly. They want to make sure it's right for you. Then they will send your prescriptions to one of one of their partner pharmacies where your Jace order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. And not only is and not only this, but you can spend you can send your physician a message for answers to treatment related questions anytime. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And please, if you are going to catch the Royals on the radio. You can catch the Astros and Royals play at Friday, 6, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. I almost turned this into 
yeah. a royal locked on royals podcast this is not locked my on bad hey right. okay okay like, name Look. name nine players on the royals team without looking name nine okay bobby witt jr zach grinky salvador perez uh i just said Men- one menendez uh oh reagan's um i think that's four or five george brett bo jackson <laughs> mike Moustakis, eric hosmer is not locked on <laughs> uh, dan quisenberry <laughs> brett saberhagen come on let's go with the old royals <laughs> bruce Souter. i think he played for the royals i know he pitched for the dodgers i mean for the uh, braves but anyways so dude let's look at this 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 is interesting hey, you because, forgot um, this young is... zach Grinky. Oh yeah, young, young, young Zach yeah. Grinke and old Zach mm. Grinke. They're two different pitchers. Young, young and old Zach Grinke were both grunters. Um, all right. So right here, the Astros, because Eric Eric asked me asked me before the show, he was like, Where can we find these home road splits? And I was like, I think it's on fan graphs. So Eric started looking and he found it. And we started looking where the Astros rank among teams. And actually, with their record, Eric being the way it is. I was I thought their average was a little bit higher than I thought it was going to be. But then again, they're only ranked 16th. They're hitting 251 at home. And the Kansas City Royals actually have a higher home batting average than they do. So do the Nationals. So do the Rockies. So I guess the Rockies are going to have a high batting average regardless. Miami um, Marlins have a higher average at 269. The highest average, Boston and Atlanta. And then Texas. So, so, so that means are, if we yeah. had Yuli Gurriel on our team, we'd have a higher home batting average. That means Yuli Gurriel <laughs> would be worth 20 points on the batting average. That's right. But this is what's interesting too. So let's so let's look at the long ball, Eric. We are where are we? We're 17th with 83 home runs. Okay. At home. Um, yeah, at home. And then runs, the Astros are eleventh, three hundred and thirty-nine. So that's not that's not terrible. They're at least almost top 10, but Texas and Atlanta are both in all these categories. I mean, it's well, it's insane. Well, considering the Astros have 201 home runs, going to look at the uh, road stats while I'm talking, but they have yeah. 201 home runs overall. So that means they have 120 something on the road and uh, their team batting average has actually gone up a lot this season. It was at the bottom of the league. I know batting average is not all everything, but it does show that they are making better contact and getting on base. Uh, there's three teams ahead of the Astros in terms of batting average right now. This is not at home or on the road. This is for the season. It's the Braves with a 275 batting average, the Rangers with a 267 batting average, and the uh, GM lists. Red Sox with a 263 batting average, and then you have the Astros with the 260 batting average. So that has gone up way wonders from I think it was 220 or 215 at one point. Yeah. So look, um, I'm going to flip the script because I know someone listening to this on the next day is going to be like, batting average is not a good stat to uh, measure the team. So I pulled up the advanced away splits for the Astros. They have their second no PS with 800. The only team higher, the Atlanta Braves. They're over the Dodgers. And the Rays and a lot of other teams. WRC Plus, they're second, Eric. They're second in the league with 119. A Woba of 344. I mean, look at this. On base percentage, 339. Um, that puts them, I mean, second. Dude, the Dodgers are 
ahead of them there, but batting average wise, they are second. They're only two points, 268 under 270 to the to the Braves. Now, this is this is what's interesting. Um, strikeout percentage, they are actually they are fourth um with strikeouts away. I'm I'm, okay. I'm gonna look what they are strikeouts at home. But um this is the interesting. Third fewest strikeouts at. overall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But let's see, what do they do at home? Do they do they strike out? I'm 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 assuming they strike out more at home. Um, let's see. At home, they are at oh, they're at 19.4%. They strike out less at home. Yeah. Huh. Well, we Wait, see them so make a lot out? of contact. We see them make yeah, a lot of contact, true. and they don't true. they don't normally rack up a lot of strikeouts. They but they just kind of pop up and they did they have the weak ground balls and like we saw in the first game versus A's there's a lot of just weak contact and um so uh I like we I talked about in um, my solo show where uh, a lot of people have been talking about well it's the hitters background the uh, hitters the batter's eye well everybody has to deal with that and you've had the offensive juggernauts the 2019 Astros that have dealt with that the World right. Series winning Astros in 20 17 dealt with that. The World Series winning 22, uh, 2022 Astros dealt with that. So I don't think that's the excuse. I just think that there's uh, the team's just not performing the way they're used to. But um, so, well, uh, kind so, of, okay. so there was a theory on that. Um, and he, he briefly mentioned it. Um, Jeremy Booth from a KHOU, him and Bristol were talking about it on their podcast. And he said he thinks it's a comfort thing. He said he thinks that well, there's a lot of distractions at home, batting practice, signing autographs. He said on the road, like you have your routine. He said on the road, you have your routine, you're locked in. And basically what he said was, I, I think it made a lot of people mad. He was like, he was like, I don't, I, I don't care what y'all think. But basically what he said was leave them alone, let them do their job. And I was like, and I was like, I mean, if we're searching for answers when, when, when we don't know them, I mean, that's obviously a possibility. But I do think it does have to do, and you and I have talked about this, it does have to do with comfort. It does have to right. do with, you know, I mean, look, not to be morbid about this, but driving, most accidents occur within 10 miles of your home. And actually within two miles of your home, the, the, the chances go up even higher because, because you're so familiar with, with your surroundings, you're less alert because you're so familiar Versus when you go out of town, you don't know where things are, so you're alert, your your eyes are moving. And maybe when they come home, maybe it's just they're comfortable. Um, someone said, maybe we need to go through the games and act like we are away fans and boo them. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to go that far. But, Eric, let's – I said cheaters at one point, remember? <laughs> oh, ooh, oh, that's right. Did you yell that at, at, at the stadium? No, I would not do that. Oh, okay. okay. I could not do that against – That was I'm Eric. That was Eric. I'm going to – hey, I'm going to tell Wynn and the sign lady on you. But um, look, we do need to look at their home and road splits with their pitching too, because I think that's also an interesting look as well. Yeah, um, and uh, ERA has gone up. They they've spent most of the season at the like top three in ER, and I was looking at that, and it's not so good recently. Like their top uh, ten in ERA, and their bullpen is actually better than their starters at this point. So uh, it's but kinda, ERA ERA across the league is up. I mean, it's it's up big time. I mean, if they wanted more hitting, they got it. So let's let's do this. Let me tell the people about FanDuel, and then we'll get into the pitching splits here, um, because FanDuel is 
is a great sponsor to talk about. We just had our first week of the NFL. The Texans didn't win, but look, there's signs of hope out there. So get ready for the NFL season with the incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. That app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season the right way with an offer you don't want to miss. Who knows? Look, we know Aaron Rodgers is out for the Jets, so who is going to make it to the Super Bowl in the AFC? Is it going to be Josh Allen's year? Are the Detroit Lions going to finally become a playoff team that makes and moves, makes moves and turns heads? Find out at FanDuel. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And if you're going to go watch anything, whether it's Astros, whether it's U of H Cougars, whether it's Texans or Dynamo, I, I don't care. Just go to go to Hooters. Okay, go to Hooters. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. Every week, buy one, get one wings on Monday and Wednesday. Also, they have Big Daddy Bundle um, and wings, um, $19.99 on Thursdays, Fridays, crab legs, $19.83. At the Pearland and NASA Hooters, they have karaoke every Thursday night after Thursday night football, and they have happy hour till close. Eric, you're a big guy with uh, karaoke, and so this is something that, if you go to one of these Hooters, you may see Eric show up and do his thing because I've seen him do his thing. He's pretty good at karaoke. Plus, don't forget about the ten dollars uh, specials. I, I just uh, tr- started uh, drinking the Blue uh, Moon. Blue Moon, yes. Uh, so it's got a great taste, and it's ten dollars for a pitcher on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays nights. So go check it out. Uh, Hooters makes you happy, and it's a great place to go uh, watch the game. If guys, also uh, you can catch all the the play by play action at uh, Sirius XM. Just go and download the SXM app and search Astros. And I remember during COVID, he would go sit in the stands and everything, sit with all the little um, cardboard cutouts and everything. So, yeah. But that's just, uh, that's just who he is. And uh, as a player, yes, he was going downhill a little bit. But as a leader, as a um, just somebody to root for, that's what Zachary Q was. And uh, he's going to be facing Christian Javier on uh, Friday night. So Christian Javier needs to show, Hey, I'm the captain. I remember I can throw no hitters in the playoffs. I can uh, throw no, no hitters against or combined no hitters against the Yankees. So he's got to go out there and show what, what he wants to do. And uh, there's a lot of questions that the Astros have going into this um, postseason. And I know you have some stats for me in a second, but we got to answer some of these questions and Hunter Brown, put his best foot forward this last start. JP France, even though he had the five walks the game before, he actually um, had a moment of like, oh, wait, this is what I need to do. And he recovered. So these young pitchers are starting to figure out what to do. Now it's up to Christian Javier. It's his turn to say, I got this. I got you, coach. And that's a good point. I think that that leads us into the the discussion of the home and road splits with the pitching staff because – um, you know, JP France has been probably the lone consistent bright spot on this on this rotation. Framber has had probably more good moments than bad moments, but there's been inconsistencies. And there was a definite plan, and we'll talk about that with Brown 
and why he left early. I, I discussed it last night, and I actually hadn't heard Dusty's full explanation until the next morning. But Javier is it, it is in a position where he really needs to prove that he can come back from this, that he can, with all these struggles, that it makes him a better pitcher, that it makes him a more a more stalwart warrior because these teams are behind us. They are nipping at our heels. And when you get to the playoffs, all bets are off. Right. Bottom line is nobody cares how many games you win in the regular season. We've seen 81-win teams go to the World Series. We've seen 116-win teams fail to get to the World Series. So the regular season matters just getting into the playoffs. Once you're in there, then you have your work out, have your work cut out for you. And if we're if we're talking about home, because if we do win the division, we would have Eric home field advantage. Um, and our pitchers are 12th in K's per nine inning. Um, our our FIP is 14th in the league, which is you you want it to be better. But our walks, I'm looking at our walks. We're 18th. Um, we're three point three point two walks per nine. Yeah, our, that our needs to go down. Have been wild recently. Yeah. Javier, Javier's been. You mentioned Javier. Valdez. He's been walking. Valdez, look, and Hunter Brown. What did he do yesterday? Yeah. I mean, seven strikeouts. Only I think only two walks, no hits. I mean, it was it was a great five innings for him, and he did that all in seventy eight pitches. So it, it was efficient, and that's what they need to do. Um, yes. they they really need to work on that. Thoughts by Dusty. All right, so this is what Dusty Baker had to say. I don't know if you got to this in the show yesterday, but this is what he had to say about Hunter Brown and why he had to leave early. So at 78 pitches, he said, that's the first real positive that he's had in a few starts. He probably only had one more inning, but we wanted to send him out on a high note. So, Brett, you just said something positive. I'm going to go ahead and cut you out and send you out on a high note. So bye. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, uh, This is Eric with the Locked On Astros podcast. So that's essentially what Dusty Baker. Oh, I'm positive that I'm going to cut you out. (laughs) That was awesome. That was that was good illustration, Eric. Thank you. (laughs) But go ahead. Uh, So uh, but I think in a way, as a struggling student, I mean, learner, sometimes if you give them less work and they do well on it, then you're going to go ahead and accept it. Say, okay, look, um, I see your progress. I see that you're making steps in the right direction and then be like, give them praise and say, great job. Let's do some more of this. And I think that's what Dusty Baker was doing here. So I know I made a joke out of it and cut you out and everything, but I think this was a good thing. And I think that, Brown put his best foot forward for the playoff rotation. And I know a lot of people have been hating on Javier, but Javier has, he has, I know I don't want to use this phrase, but look at the back of his baseball card. Look at all his accomplishments in the playoffs. So if he can get back to that, he, he deserves to be in a rotation too. So if all of a sudden these, all these guys start clicking, that's great. But you got nine road games Six home games. So that's advantage to Astros. Yes, we're going to be playing the Orioles, the Mariners, and the uh, Diamondbacks. They're all good teams. But the Astros have a chance, and they've got to win every game they can. No more excuses. I know that um, 
Some I put on Twitter, all the different comparisons between Martin Maldonado and uh, Diaz. And uh, Diaz, everything says start Diaz. And uh, Diaz's hitting stats could actually be better because he doesn't perform as good as the DH. He does better right. when he is exactly. So I know there's a lot of talk about, well, what is this Dusty preferring that he catches these pitchers or is the pitchers doing it? So I yeah, don't think I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't think it's I don't think it's look if a pitcher wants Diaz. I don't I don't think Dusty overrides, especially some of these veterans. I mean, Justin Verlander, Justin Verlander commands who's behind the plate. Christian Javier, the way he's been, I'm fine with Maldi being back there. But someone did make a good point. If during these weaker games or these weaker teams that we play, if we're not willing to put Diaz behind the plate to get some experience in games that are lower risk, like the A's, like the Royals, with these veteran pitchers, in the off chance, and I and I don't want this to happen, that Maldi can't play, do you want the first time Diaz catches one of these guys in the playoffs? Now, I think Yiner can handle it. I don't think it would be a disaster, but I would much rather my young catcher get some experience with these guys. Someone's asking us, do we think the Astros are going to go with the four-man or five-man rotation? They're going to go with the four-man rotation. I don't see them going with the five-man unless someone steps it up and just really kicks it into fifth gear. They'll go with the four-man rotation. If they have a fifth, they may do a piggyback-type start because they have had a lot of inconsistencies out there. But, dude, Hunter Brown, look, he went out there, he did his job, and he locked it in. And he looked more confident than I've seen him look in the last month and a half. And so that is a good turnaround for him. Where J.P. France has been solid in that area, Hunter Brown noticeably gets upset. And one of the guys up here said that he noticed Hunter Brown when he was throwing off the mound wasn't falling towards the dugout. He was saying straight down. He was he was pitching what I would call when I'm coaching pitchers downhill. Yeah. When you're throwing downhill, not going to the right or the left, you command the zone better. And that's more like what we saw a little bit last year. I know he's working on his mechanics as well. He's trying to go away from the Justin Verlander delivery a little bit. But um, a lot of people are saying, well, it doesn't matter who makes it to the World Series. It's the Braves here. The Braves team is this juggernaut. They have um, they have Acuna Jr. Then they also have Matt Olson, who has 50 home runs or 50-plus home runs. Yeah. Uh, but uh, actually – I saw a stat today that said only 25% of the teams with baseball's best record went on to win the World Series. That's seven of the last 28. And some of the losers mm. include the uh, 2002 Mariners, the two, uh, 2010 <laughs> Phillies, and the 2022 Dodgers, who won 111 games. The team wow. that do- that wins the most in the regular season doesn't always win the World Series. And that's why... Okay. You just get into the dance. Once you get to the dance, then you uh, some teams just have a knack of turning things on, and that's what the Houston Astros do. And you and, and look, we're not we're not. I know I know some people. Someone's commenting on here saying we're like being too nonchalant. We're not. We're not worried about the competition. Oh no, we we fully respect the competition. We fully know that. Look, the Phillies. Who picked the Phillies to go to the World Series this this last year? Who picked the Nationals? Who picked the Braves? The Braves, when we did our pre-World Series shows, we all Even the host was like, no. even Even Locked on Braves, like, oh, yeah, Astros in five. 
Like nobody saw that coming. Right. So you still have to play the series. So as much as I'm not saying I as much as I'm not saying it's a guarantee, you shouldn't be saying, Well, I definitely know they're not gonna win. I'm like, really? You're an Astros fan. Why are you gonna go there? Let it play out. If they don't win, look, this team has some holes in it. But if they do win, it's gonna be because of their experience. It's gonna be because they did the right things at the right time and they executed, Eric. Um, but this series, look, going into it, we we've got some interesting matchups, and we'll talk about this as we wrap up this show because we don't want to go too long. Javier versus Grinky in game one, Eric. Um, like you said, he needs Javier needs to be on. Look, Grinky's one in 15. Okay. I think the 15 losses have a lot more to do with his offense than it does his pitching but he does have a 5.47 ERA. It's almost a full run help. more. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a full run more than Javier. Then you have JP France against Reagans, who that's going to be said a great matchup. A good matchup there on Saturday. And then Sunday, Framber Valdez versus Jordan Lyles, a former Astros farmhand who came up through the Astros system. He's four and 16 with a 6.44 ERA. The Astros have to win at least two of three. I'm not saying they have to sweep, but they have to win two of three. The Rangers are now winning 9-2 to against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have just absolutely gone belly up. And so, which I guess is good. That eliminates another team that we have to worry about catching us or, or getting close to us. If, worst case scenario, we tie the Rangers, we own the tiebreaker with them. But we've got to stay over the Mariners. As long as we're above the Rangers or tied with them, I'm fine. But we have to stay above the Mariners because they own the tiebreaker and we do not want to get into that. We don't want the Rangers and the Mariners deciding and kicking us out of the playoffs last minute. Yes, and if you're looking at, uh, I told, I said I was going to mention this. Uh, Kyle Tucker hit his hundredth home run yesterday. I'm sure you talked about it, but most home yeah. runs in uh, by a left-handed batter in Astros history. Jose Cruz Jr. with, sorry, Jose Cruz with 138, uh, Alvarez with 125, and Kyle Tucker now with 100. So that's an exclusive list. And the Astros just they, they need to win. Uh, no excuses from this point on. They need to put their best lineup out there and just play like their backs are against the wall because their backs are literally against the wall because the Rangers are, are coming. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> I was like, oh. Eric took us uh, to the spa. <laughs> uh, I was like uh, a little bit off there. But uh, yes, uh, so I had something else to say, but that little mess, that messed me up. But anyway, that's all we got for this edition of Locked on Astros Podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Coxtros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros. And you can find this guy at H. Don Wellhouse. And we will see you um, next week uh, on Sunday talking about hopefully a good series versus Royals. And uh, Brett? Hey, man, thanks for hanging out with us. Help get us to 9,500 and even 10,000. We give away some cool things. Be listening. We've got a live event coming up September 29th at Paraland Hooters. We'll give you more details next week. Y'all have a good one, and go Strohs.